With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The number of coronavirus deaths worldwide now tops 4 million. That's according to Johns Hopkins University, which has been tracking the toll taken by COVID-19 since the outbreak began more than a year ago. As the availability of vaccines increases, daily deaths have dropped, now fewer than 8,000, compared with the more than 18,000 people dying each day in January. Correspondent Tim McGuire, and there are serious COVID concerns in Japan just two weeks before the Olympics. A state of emergency will take effect in Tokyo on Monday. It will run for more than a month and could result in a ban on spectators at all Olympic events. Also at SRNnews.com, dumping heavy rains and whipping up gusty winds, Tropical Storm Elsa now churning through the Carolinas as it moves up the eastern seaboard. The storm is blamed for one death in Florida when a tree fell on a car. A suspected tornado injured at least a half dozen people at a campground at a Georgia naval base. After two weeks, the search operation at the scene of the Florida condo tower collapse has moved from rescue to recovery, with no chance of finding anyone alive in the debris. Fifty-four bodies have been recovered so far, 86 people still missing. Former President Trump taking on the titans of tech. I'm filing as the lead class representative a major class action lawsuit against the big tech giants, including Facebook, Google, and Twitter, as well as their CEOs. Mr. Trump contends he has been wrongfully censored on social media platforms. The aim, according to Mr. Trump, is to stop the silencing, blacklisting, banishing, and canceling. Dow futures are down 511 points. NASDAQ futures off 185. This is SRN News. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Tropical Storm Elsa bringing multiple injuries to the Kings Bay RV Park after a tornado touchdown, reportedly. There is also a fatality due to the storm. Two uh, vehicles, one was a Dodge Challenger and the other was a Toyota Highlander. We're traveling northbound on Roosevelt Boulevard. A large tree branch broke in the wind and in the storm and came down and struck both vehicles. It was minor damage to the Highlander, no injuries to the driver. The Challenger had its roof ripped off. Uh, the driver was struck in the head by the branch, and uh, he, he, was, he was killed instantly. That summary from Jacksonville Fire and Rescue in the Ortega area. A confirmed EF-0 tornado damaged a home in Columbia County on Wednesday morning. It's believed the tornado touched down in Duval County and a great amount of damage was observed in the area near I-95 and University Boulevard. Elsa making landfall Wednesday morning about 135 miles southwest of Jacksonville. That's Jacksonville.radio News. How long does it take to get to the forest? That's not far. What are we going to do? Hike? Sure. Are we there yet? Yep. It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. The science now says three feet distancing, not six. But the second largest teachers union in the United States, the American Federation of Teachers, won't go back to teaching. Dennis Prager, weeknights from 10 till midnight on WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Stop and go traffic on 295 headed south right between Beach and Atlantic Boulevard. It's from an earlier accident that has a right lane blocked, so you'll add about seven extra minutes while they try and clear everything up. And if there's anything you see, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly to mostly cloudy today, thunderstorms in the afternoon, the high 85. 
Cloudy tonight with more rain, 75 the low. Right now it's 76 degrees. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. A federal judge denies the CDC's request to keep COVID-19 restrictions on cruises in place in Florida past July 18th. The judge said the federal agency misused its power. The White House says the two proposed spending plans for infrastructure and the American Families Plan will cost $1.8 trillion over 15 years. And former President Trump announced on Wednesday he has filed a class action lawsuit against big tech giants Twitter, Google, and Facebook. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. W-B-O-B. Coming up after uh, five minutes after 7 a.m. Later in the hour, we've got Adam Anjewski with OpenTheBooks.com. We call it the ripoff of the week. We've been doing it for many years on this morning show. Sponsored by, of course, by Underwood Jewelers at UnderwoodJewelers.com. Well, he'll be joining us here in just a little bit. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, all the way with you to 9 a.m. By the way, the podcast follows the morning show. Go to WBOB.com and click on right where it says the Ed Dean Extra. And thousands of you, of course, also listen to this program and this station throughout the day on the iPhones and the smartphones, Android phones. Download the app. It is free. No charge, no pop-ups. Just go to WBOB.com. The teachers' unions, the nationwide national teachers' unions out there, have now advocated the teaching of critical race theory. But according to the latest Fox News poll, half of the voters out there are very unfamiliar with the issue, as Fox News' Jackie Heinrich points out, that there are several states of the attorney generals that are suing the Department of Education and not wanting them to support and granting money to school districts that would support this curriculum. 20 state attorneys general from Republican-leaning states are telling Education Secretary Miguel Cardona taxpayer money should not be used for projects that characterize the United States as irredeemably racist or assign blame and bias to certain groups because of their race. The Department of Education proposal would prioritize grants for schools that, quote, take into account systemic marginalization, biases, inequities, and discriminatory policy and practice in American history. The AGs say it's time for states to start looking at legal options and encourage parents to approach their school boards, which handle curriculums. The Biden White House now continues to promote its infrastructure package. Now, on top of that, the 1.8 American Families Jobs Act, they call the American Jobs Plan, that would spend another $2 trillion. The White House says, hey, we can take care of all of this. It's just going to take about 15 years to pay it off two years of free preschool for three and four-year-olds and two years of free community college. The plan would make child care more affordable by determining how much families need to contribute based on their income. Child care would be fully covered for low-income Americans. School meal and summer EBT programs would be expanded as well. The proposal creates a national paid family and medical leave plan. Workers would be paid a minimum of two-thirds of average weekly wages up to $4,000 per month. The plan expands health care tax credits and extends the child tax credit increase through 2025. The $1.8 trillion plan would be paid for over 15 years. That's reporter Alex Livingston. President Trump announced yesterday that he was going to file a class action lawsuit against big tech, especially Facebook, Twitter, and Google. Former President Trump is filing lawsuits against three of the country's biggest tech companies, Facebook, Twitter, and Google. 
Trump says he's serving as the lead plaintiff in the suit, claiming he has been wrongfully censored by the companies. Trump was suspended from Twitter and Facebook after his followers stormed the Capitol building on January 6th. The company cited concerns that he would incite further violence. Currently, he can no longer post on either platform. Fox News' Rich Dennison. Here's what President Trump said, former President Trump said yesterday. Today, in conjunction with the America First Policy Institute, I'm filing as the lead class representative a major class action lawsuit against the big tech giants, including Facebook, Google, and Twitter, as well as their CEOs. Our case will prove this censorship is unlawful, it's unconstitutional, and it's completely un-American. We are asking the court to impose punitive damages on these social media giants. Another federal judge has smacked down a CDC regulation dealing with the issue of cruise lines. A judge denied the CDC's request to keep COVID-19 cruise restrictions in place past July 18th. The judge said that the federal agency abused and misused its governmental power. A federal judge gave Florida Governor Ron DeSantis a win for now, saying the CDC overstepped its authority in requiring vaccines on cruises and that Florida is highly likely to prevail. That's ABC News. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says the CDC has crushed the cruise industry trying to make a comeback. Here in Dade County, it's one of the highest unemployment rates in the entire state, and it's way higher than the state average and higher than even the national average. And the main reason for that is because the federal government and the CDC has locked down this industry for over a year. And just when it comes to the issues of dealing with a worker shortage, some employers are saying maybe we need to lessen some of our restrictions as well. According to jobs consultant Bill Current, many of these companies out there are looking to lax their marijuana drug testing regulations. And just drug testing. A lot of employers are are concerned that testing specifically for marijuana is preventing them from finding the right employees or finding enough employees. But what impact does testing for marijuana have on our ability to, you know, to fill our ranks? That's the big issue right now. More companies drop marijuana from their drug test panel or they stop drug testing altogether. We'll probably see an increase in people on the payroll who are mm -hmm. drug users. And with that, we'll see an increase in some of the some of the sort of symptoms of having drug users on your in your workforce, more accidents, uh, yeah. more employee theft, uh, more violence in the workplace, things of, things of that nature. And I think over time, companies that drop drug testing, especially in certain industries, will probably come back to it over the course of time. The latest ABC News poll we reported yesterday where President Biden is underwater, according to voters, of how he is handling the situation of crime rates increasing in the U.S. from the dispatch. <coughs> Excuse me, from the dispatch, Jonah Goldberg says, if the president were to break away from the far left in his party, it would actually do him quite well. Look, I think this is one of the lowest hanging fruits that could be possibly in front of, of Joe Biden. He actually has a record about putting more cops on the street, going back to the crime bill. The rank and file Democratic voters are way to the right of the sort of blue checkmark Twitter crowd that seems to drive the messaging and all of this stuff. And the D.C. media elite, he, the average Democratic voter cares a lot about crime. He could very easily send a signal breaking with the people of a stranglehold on the messaging of the Democratic Party by actually taking a popular position 
and taking crime and border security seriously. More coming up next, 904-831-0600. The issue of whether or not companies need to lessen their restrictions when it comes to marijuana drug testing. And despite that the teachers union say that they endorse critical race theory, the latest Fox News poll shows that 50% has no clue what critical race theory is about. We'll have all of this coming up next. Ed Roger, Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? We still have some of that slow traffic on 295 headed south, right past Alta Drive. And that right lane is still blocked, so you'll add about four extra minutes while they try and clean everything up. And if there's anything you see, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly to mostly cloudy today, thunderstorms in the afternoon, the high 85. Cloudy tonight with more rain, 75 the low. Right now it's 76 degrees. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a healthcare plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch, too. You can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. You got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number, 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. Have you been considering extra security for your community, home, or business, but unsure of where to start? Sunbelt Gated Access Systems has the knowledge, quality products, and services to provide you with affordable, effective answers. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is your trusted local company specializing in fully automatic swing and slide gate operators, access control systems, and video surveillance systems. Whether it's for a multifamily community, single-family family home, church, office complex, medical center, country club, or commercial property, Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is your best choice in Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is fully licensed and insured, a nationally certified automatic gate system designer, and a proud member of both the Northeast Florida Builders Association and the American Fence Association. Sunbelt's trusted professionals have been providing immediate solutions with lasting results and outstanding customer service for decades. Visit sunbeltsys.com. Financial issues with Dan Celia at 9 this morning. Now, back to the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning with the National Teachers Union support for teaching critical race theory in the classroom. Recent polls show that most Americans are unfamiliar with the issue. 
TheHill.com reports the popularity of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis may put him at odds with President Trump's supporters if the governor is seen as the party's new leader going into 2024. And with the current labor shortage, some companies are shifting away from drug testing in order to find workers. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. W-B-O-B. Hey, before we get to the calls right now, uh, here's an interesting question. Some of you emailed me. I'm kind of curious about this. Because of the worker shortage out there, uh, now we got companies you're giving you more incentives, but maybe one of the incentives is we'll let you a little smoke a little marijuana because we need all the workers out there. But here's, I mean, you just heard the clip. Yeah. And that's, I, I kind of find that interesting that we're going to lessen some of the drug re- restrictions from the companies out there in order to get more employees. My question to some of you listening I'm just kind of curious what you don't have to tell me what your company is or whatsoever are many of, or if you work in HR or what have you heard are some of the companies that you know of or your company again you don't have to tell me I'm not going to put you on the spot mm-hmm. are they lessening certain restrictions in order to get more people on the workforce and what are some of those restrictions are they lessening like hey you got to get a haircut whatever or mm-hmm. what about the drug laws is your company actually doing that exactly i know the one of the major theme parks in the state of florida used to require their male employees to have clean shaven faces but now they let them grow mustaches and beards so interesting it's one area yeah all right jc on line three jc good morning good morning hey thanks for playing that clip with uh president trump legitimate president trump talking about the election fraud you know <laughs> and that's the first time i've heard any news on it in a while Thank you for doing that. Um, last week, uh, Dominion lost its case against uh, my pillow founder, Mike Lindell, hmm. and a federal judge did say they would move forward. So the um, obstruction of justice that Dominion was doing to we the people for not giving a, a voting machine, Mike Lindell now has one in, in, in his hands. And we need to get our Georgia representatives, governors, senators, congressmen, and also Florida to go to this, to this symposium August 10th, 11th, and 12th in South Dakota and see how this election was stolen and how Trump won this election by chain of custody information by 10 million votes. So how did the lawsuit from Lindell go against Dominion? I I mean, I'm not a reporter, so I don't under, I don't study that thoroughly. I don't I, I work for a living. So, um, but I'm, <laughs> that's a great. I like that. That's funny. I like that. You don't, Ed. So, um, but I, I heard it. I heard on Real America News that yeah, yeah, they are going forward. I think before that, Dominion would not release any of their voting machines. Apparently, okay. With this lawsuit going forward, I think it's in the Minnesota federal court. I'm not sure exactly where. Uh, Mike Lindell now has a Dominion voting machine in, in hand. He's going to be able to show exactly how the Chinese hacked votes and changed them. From Biden to Trump. Now, right. do, you, do you understand and this? To, do you understand, JC, this to mean that the uh, the certain number of votes were taken away from Donald Trump, or that they could have been? Well, you have to watch his videos. It's kind of hard to do it in a soundbite. It's like you know, he has about four or five videos out that explains it very thoroughly. Top uh, cyber experts that have worked in the White House show it on election on election day. If you were only um, counting people that that actually placed a hard ballot 
vote on election day. Trump won by a landslide, all 49 states. But the, the votes, the votes that states. went wow. hard, hard ballot, <laughs> all right. people that showed up at the polls, the responsible irresponsible since the United States that showed up at their polls, not counting military. Military is a whole different thing after Team Valley. All right, all right. I got to get going. First off, I like JC. What you heard, we can't find. I'm already looking. What 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 lawsuit? Mike Lindell just Mike Lindell is this is this is going. I'm looking at. There is no Roger unless you can find it. Seven days ago, Dominion subpoenas Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Mike Lindell. I don't know where this Mike Lindell. Sorry, I can't find it. Okay, we don't promote fake news. I like JC. First off, let's say Lindell. Let's but, say Dominion sued Lindell. Just okay. hypothetically, I'm not worried about that. Lindell is suing Dominion. That ain't going anywhere. First off, Trump did not win 49 states. That is Area 51 talk. He said all 50, 49, which means there was one state that... Yeah. Which, 50, by the way, what was the one state? There are 50 states plus the, the District of I, Columbia. I get all that. Focus, so. on, focus on what he said. <laughs> Trump did not win 49 states. He didn't win California. He sure as heck did not win... New York. Oregon. Washington State. Massachusetts. New York. They didn't even campaign there. This is Area 51. I love you to death, brother. This is Area 51 conversation. There's nothing to prove there, and there's nothing to prove the 10 million votes, which we have debunked this religiously. In fact, conservative news publications have debunked this. How many times? Ah, never mind. Well, J.C. was saying. I like him. He's a nice guy. In fairness to J.C., he didn't say that, uh, you know, Trump won those states. Yeah, you did. He said he won all 49. If you only count the in-person voting and don't count the absentee. Oh, please. How do you know in person? That's what he was saying. By the way, just to remind you, the biggest group of people that have always supported vote by mail absentee have been Republicans. In fact, the states that that Trump won, Dominion ran many of those counties. Oh, guys, I, I'm not going to relit it. There's, sorry, I don't buy into what Mike Lindell says. All right? Newsmax says I'm not buying into it anymore. He had to buy airtime. Didn't, didn't divulge any of his sources when he did his Lindell thing. Lindell TV. I got his pillows. I like Mike Lindell. He's just wrong on this issue. There's nothing to prove that Trump won by 10 million votes. A president going back to the days of FDR never Never, never, ever, never, never, ever. The party in power never wins. Outcast there, huh? Never, ever wins when the country's in a recession. That's the bottom line. 23 million Americans lost their jobs. And you, here's the problem. Many of us think like this up here when it comes to voting. The average Joe doesn't think like many of us. It's not a put down. It's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. All right? They follow uh, politics like baseball. They only care during the World Series. Yeah. He had you until you said 49 states. Nah, just he had me until all, he said, yeah, Dominion. All, all 49 yeah, states. Yeah, I'm looking at this right now. If somebody's got the, the information, please email it to me. I'm just saying I don't see it. Um, I don't see it right now, the, the you know Dominion lawsuit. The, seven days ago, they just subpoenaed them, so there's no way they could have turned it down. So, All right, more coming up next. 722. Phew. It's five minutes. I'll never get back. All right, right here on Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Still looking at those wet roads from our tropical storm, and it's causing some stop-and-go traffic on 295 headed south, right between Monument and Beach Boulevard. You'll add about four minutes there, and if you see anything, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly to mostly cloudy today, thunderstorms in the afternoon, the high 85. Cloudy tonight with more rain, 75 the low. Right now, it's 76 degrees. This traffic report is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. When you owe the IRS and can't pay, go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. 
peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Hi, I'm Bob with Consolidated Utilities. Are you having regulatory compliance issues? As the pump station pros, we and our team of engineers can start your pathway to compliance today. We're Consolidated Utilities, the pump station pros since 1948. 904 249 8080. Has your pump station provider decided to exit the business? Call my husband, Bob, at Consolidated Utilities, 904-249-8080. This is Bill Gunderson, professional money manager and host of the Best Stocks Now show. I've been a professional money manager for the last 22 years. I write a weekly newsletter called Best Stocks Now. If you'd like to get a free sample, you can go to Gunderson Capital. Make sure to tune in to Best Stocks Now on this station. Tune in to Best Stocks Now with Bill Gunderson every Saturday afternoon at 2 here on WBOB. And Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on our sister station, Talk 100.3. Make someone's day with a little help from Kuhn Flowers. Fresh flowers have a way of adding that extra bit of beauty to your home. They're also a great way to brighten someone's day. And what better way is there to show someone just how much you care than with a fresh bouquet of flowers? One thing's for sure, when you order flowers from Kuhn Flowers, you're going to get the brightest, most colorful, professionally arranged, long-lasting floral arrangements available. Call Kuhn Flowers today at 398-8601. That's 398-8601. Or you can shop online anytime at kuhnflowers.com. Kuhn Flowers, making memories since 1947. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM WBOB. Here's, uh, listen to this interview. This is how clueless the uh, Biden White House is. Um, when it came to the issue of uh, debt and deficits, they were asking, the host of CNBC was asking Commerce Secretary Gina Ramonda, hey, listen, we got a lot of these Wall Street, a lot of these other people are addressing the debt and deficit. Do you guys see it as a problem? Infrastructure plan, and I know you're also focused on the American Families Plan and, and what that would look like and how that would help our economy. What do you say to critics, and we hear a lot of them on Wall Street, that see this one, that is just a government overreach that includes higher taxes and massive entitlement spending that that ultimately could damage our debt picture and our growth picture. How do you react Uh, to that? Yeah, obviously I don't agree with that. Uh, What what the president is calling for are basic investments, investments in childcare, so that every child- Yeah, of course she's not gonna agree with it. Here's the bottom line, the $1.8 trillion of the uh, American Families Plan, which has all of this ridiculous amount of spending to help out those of low-income communities, free this, free that. I'm sorry, folks. When you get things for free, guess what you get in return? Yeah, the same type of response. When you have no skin in the game, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you don't treat things the same way as That's you why would. everybody, and I, this is somewhat of a tangent, needs to pay some tax. Well, direct tax, not just the yeah. sales or property. But having said this, the, the 1.8 on top of the $1 trillion or whatever they're proposing for the infrastructure, because it keeps changing every other day, mm-hmm. they have said it will take 15 years. We play the clips. We're gonna, it's it's going to be taxed over the next 15 years. So that means... 15 years in order before what? The deficit gets a little bit knocked down? It's like What's a mortgage. A, yeah, it's kind of like a mortgage. Here was uh, economist from Stanford University, John uh, Corcoran, who says that uh, there's no 
plans to stop the borrowing and pay off the debt. The debt itself is not per se a problem. We did have this much debt at the end of World War II. The real worrisome thing to me is that it's it's ongoing. There's no plan to stop immense borrowing and no plan to pay off this debt. I think the overhang of uh, what happens when the bill comes due uh, is, a, is a problem. And that, that's why politicians can afford not to pay attention to it. It's a uh, can you kick down the road and uh, let the next uh, let the next people worry about the crisis. He's exactly correct. And that many other uh, elected officials out there. Big tech lawsuit. Former President Trump is filing lawsuits against three of the country's biggest tech companies, Facebook, Twitter and Google. Trump says he's serving as the lead plaintiff in the suit, claiming he has been wrongfully censored by the companies. Trump was suspended from Twitter and Facebook after his followers stormed the Capitol building on January 6th. The company cited concerns that he would incite further violence. Currently, he can no longer post on either platform. Fox News' Rich Dennison, here was the pr- former president yesterday, talking about how uh, he is uh, one of many numerous lawsuits he claims will be filed against the big tech. Today, in conjunction with the America First Policy Institute, I'm filing as the lead class representative a major (coughs) class action lawsuit against the big tech giants, including Facebook, Google, and Twitter, as well as their CEOs. Our case will prove this censorship is unlawful, it's unconstitutional, and it's completely un-American. We are asking the court to impose punitive damages on these social media giants does he have here's the question does he have a credible lawsuit but based on what if he does mm-hmm. that's my question of course maybe i just answered it based on what by the way lewis farrakhan was also banned on facebook why didn't he sue him i don't know i mean he didn't care as much probably doesn't care so anyway we'll talk about this more coming up next ed and roger talk radio wbob AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The number of coronavirus deaths worldwide now topping 4 million, according to Johns Hopkins University. It's been tracking the toll taken by the virus since the outbreak began more than a year ago. COVID concerns in Japan, two weeks ahead of the Olympics. State of emergency will take effect in Tokyo on Monday, It could mean that there will be no spectators at any of the Olympic events. Dumping a lot of rain and whipping up gusty winds, Tropical Storm Elsa now moving across the Carolinas as it heads up the eastern seaboard. The storm blamed for a death in Florida when a tree came down on a car. After two weeks, the search operation at the scene of the Florida condo building collapse has moved from rescue to recovery. No chance of finding anyone alive in all that debris. Wall Street Dow features down 464 points. More details at srnnews.com. News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. National Weather Service investigating reports of damage, debris, and trees down after a tornadic cell passed over Jacksonville Wednesday evening. A security camera from someone's home caught a tornado as it rushed by. (laughs) 
Mayor Curry announcing a fatality in an incident in the Ortega neighborhood where a man was killed when a tree branch fell and hit two vehicles. The twist there caused a tree to rip apart and collapse into several apartments. The Red Cross on hand to help tenants who suffered damages. This man says he's thankful that his home is still standing. Well, we were in the living room, watch room, or let's get to the closet. And when you could feel the earth shaking. You can see now, I'm not, I'm not good. It, it was scary. It I know was it was very scary. scary. Tracy was there and you... I, I've never scary. seen anything like that. Not a tornado like this, no. That's Jacksonville.radio News. Fishing in Florida attracts millions of visitors to our state, supports more than 100,000 jobs, and contributes to $35 billion in our state's water-based economy each year. The future of Florida's fishing industry depends on a healthy Everglades. Protect our fishing. Restore America's Everglades. Learn more at EvergladesFoundation.org. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? looking at those wet roads from our tropical storm and it's causing some stop and go traffic on 295 headed south right between monument and beach boulevard you'll add about four minutes there and if you see anything just give us a call 901 safe partly to mostly cloudy today thunderstorms in the afternoon the high 85 cloudy tonight with more rain 75 the low right now it's 76 degrees Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. The White House says the two proposed spending plans for infrastructure and the American Families Plan will cost $1.8 trillion over 15 years. Former President Trump announced on Wednesday that he's filed a class action lawsuit against big tech giants Twitter, Google, and Facebook. And a federal judge denies the CDC's request to keep COVID-19 restrictions on cruises in place in Florida past July the 18th. The judge said the federal agency misused its power. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. The First Amendment is about the ability of government to censor um, He's arguing that these private companies have so much power and have so much power given to them by Congress that they're essentially state actors, that they're they're essentially government entities and should be held to the same standard. You know, these technology platforms may have had pressure put on them by Democrats in Congress to remove Trump. That doesn't make these platforms a branch of the U.S. government, as Trump claims. This court claim is really a non-starter. Trump also is asking judges who will hear these cases to invalidate a law known as Section 230. It has withstood a lot of legal challenges in a lot of different contexts. So precedent is not on Trump's side here at all. What it comes down to is these are private companies. And so they have their own free speech rights. And if they want to suppress speech that they think is harmful or hateful, they have that right. They are not the government. It's a borderline frivolous argument. That is uh, reporter Ian Wolf, or Jan Wolf, excuse me, with uh, Reuters. 735-904-831-0600. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, right here on Talk Radio. WBOB, former President Trump, comes out with a big-time class action lawsuit against the uh, big tech of Google, Facebook, and Twitter. And there are CEOs claiming, well, you censored me, so I'm going to sue you.
I keep I I want just some of my conservative friends. I I I, I got to think they're they're starting to catch on a little bit here that the liberal left wants this to take place because the liberal left wants to censor all of you. And so when you have a combined bipartisan effort mm-hmm. to quote rein in the big monopoly out there, by the way, you you do understand that if the government wants to regulate tech, everything is tech today. Your preacher speech, which is on YouTube and Google on your cell phone, that's technically tech. Yeah. This radio show. By the way, do you know, well, they're a big monopoly and we need to regulate them. Do you know who's also the biggest critic of what who they believe talk radio is a monopoly by conservatives? The liberal left. To this day, they are still dying to regulate further talk radio to have more liberals on, which I don't have a problem. The marketplace has decided that. Mm-hmm. You, but conservative friends, you have no clue what you're about ready to walk into. This is the Terminator movie. Once you flip those <laughs> machines on, the humans are mm-hmm. done for. This case will never see its day in court. I think it will, but it's not going Not not unless Trump withdraws from the class action. I just can't see him willing to go into the witness stand and raising his right hand and and saying, I'm going to testify to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, when when he knows they're going to ask him, why did you send a shout-out to the Proud Boys? Why did you send a wink and a nod out to to, uh, QAnon? And, and and quote what he said, and then some of the things they said afterwards in response, he's not going to go through I didn't that. know if he was a familiar with him. I thought he'd said that. I mean, okay. I don't know who the Proud Boys are. QAnon. Here's the question. Mm-hmm. What, before I get to the calls, what's, what's, who's gonna, if you had to take a pick, who has a better chance of winning? Mike Lindell against Dominion or Trump against the Big Tech? <laughs> Neither one. <laughs> <coughs> I'm sorry, folks. We are the real conservatives uh-huh. on this radio show. Real conservatives does not invite big government to come in and try to regulate something because you happen to disagree with them mm-hmm. because they politically do not fall in line with you. Yeah, we'll take that one, too. That's the bottom line, folks. And I am all, listen, I want the president to go through with these. I just want to see where this goes. I have said consistently, I don't agree with what Twitter did or Facebook or the other ones out there. But they're a private company, folks. You, they can do whatever they want. That's the bottom line. All right, let's take some calls. 904-831-0600. Brian, thanks for calling this morning. What's going on, brother? Good morning, gentlemen. Sorry it's been so long. I've been busy, busy. But no, I, I'm really, I've been waiting for this to happen. There's been talk about it for right. a while. And I'm really excited because uh, there was some things left out of the Master Cake piece. Uh, the Master, what was it? Uh, master sorry, Cake, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So when they made that decision, that decision was really on uh, that the commission wasn't religiously neutral, which, which as uh, Roger pointed out, Louis Farrakhan has been... Uh, kicked off the site. So they're obviously being neutral based on religion. But that case didn't touch on anything with like free speech or anti-discrimination law. So I kind of hope that this case gets moving forward Hmm. so that we can get some actual decisions on these things and some clarifications. There's a lot of people that believe you can't amend an amendment and you clearly can. And we have for 200 years. Um, You can't scream fire in a movie theater. We've had the clear and present danger doctrine at one time, um, and I, that's what I'm. But it has no footing in court whatsoever. Um, you can't tell a private business 
how to do business in the United States. And if we can, that's a whole different slippery slope. Brian, thank you for the call, man. Good to talk to you again, because now you're inviting the government, now run by the Democrats, Mm -hmm. to come in and deem what should be allowed as free speech and what should not be allowed as free speech. You have freedom of speech in America, but you do not have a right to demand someone else hand you their microphone. Yeah. Try to yell Allah Akbar at an airport. See how far your free speech goes. All right? Let's go to Scott in line two. Scott, what's up this morning? Uh, Good morning, gentlemen. First of all, uh, uh, we don't need to touch free speech. We need to leave it alone. Uh, Moving on. Uh, I'm calling about uh, marijuana. Last time I did my research, and I do research seven days a week, that marijuana is a plant, not a drug. Mm. And number two, number three, is that when it comes to marijuana, there's many uh, uh, productive benefits of marijuana that we are not taking advantage of. And the fact that we don't want people to be out here driving and smoking marijuana, that's not what we are talking about. Uh, and, and, at, uh, and also at the workplace too, you don't need to be smoking at the workplace, but in your private residence with a, uh, with marijuana being a plant, then we need to be using it to for change our economic condition in this country and, and take it away from the uh from the uh the uh, drug king pit and take it into uh government and use it for taxation thank you all right man <laughs> I, he's to but, the point ba- I back like to marijuana calls. being a plant you know most drugs i can think of right now are plant derived yeah cocaine heroin you you name it except for the poppy sy- plants except for the uh synthetic drugs now those are not plant derived but you know yeah. uh, ultimately i guess they are but all right anyway. scott thanks for the call yeah. man gets to the point i love it brian what's up this morning bro hey good morning gentlemen hey, i guess we'll Get to those medicinal properties of peyote pretty soon, too. Hey, <laughs> uh, forget the free speech. That's not my point of this. Okay. But in terms of big tech, why is busting monopolies not something that we talk about? Uh, Amazon makes a ton of money off of web hosting services, not just their, their delivery business or, or whatever you want to refer to the retail side. Right. So these things that have ginormous market share, and the one that really uh, catches me is Google. There's got to be a way that that's on the table. There's precedent, and I'm so tired of being used as a conservative uh, on the pro-business side just to allow monopolies to dominate the market. Um, You know, there's got to be competition for capitalism to work. Monopolies are not a good thing per se. I'm very... Uh, slow in regulating them, but when they prove that they abuse themselves, we busted up Standard Oil, we busted up Southern Bell or whatever it was called. AT&T. Before that. There we go. And uh, why is not breaking up these dominant monopolies and technology not an option, uh, conservatively speaking? I don't know if you want to call Facebook a monopoly because they are not the only opinion platform you know, service out there. Twitter and Facebook are owned by two separate companies. There are others out there where you can get your, your opinion out. Now, it may be an argument that Google may be a monopoly because what other search engines are out there right now practically that anyone uses, but it's not Google's fault. There were others. But- they just were better. But market share is how we define monopolies. Once you get into 80, 90% of social media user, kind of that, that is a monopoly per 
the government. All right, I mean, hold, on. Like Wait, the, hold on. I, I, I'm on a morning show, so I, I, let me ask you these questions. First off, can you imagine owning <laughs> owning? No, I'm not saying this to be rude. Can you can you imagine who owned the monopoly on the horse and buggy? How did that evolve into car? That wasn't based on the government. It was based on the private sector. So you're telling, listen, the government, if they got out of the way, they can allow more of the competition to take place. But the argument is, I'm not saying you're saying this. I'm just saying Mm. some people may relate that you're saying this. So we need the government to come in to ensure that there's more of a free market. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, we are at the point where businesses are getting so big. Businesses, they and the government are intertwined. They can buy off the politicians and about barriers, you know, having barriers of entry to keep new entrants into the marketplace. So it's not a capitalistic argument to side with big big corporations today. Hmm, interesting. They, I, I, they use regulation to keep out competition, and competition is what makes capitalism work. That's you know, I I know if I would ne- I don't know if I would necessarily disagree with it. I understand where you, mm-hmm. where you're coming from. Until that system is fair and equal, I've got to deal with the hand that's being dealt with me. But then again, listen, I see a lot of companies that are always. I mean, listen, the goal of every free market individual is to become a monopoly. That's just the bottom line. Correct. The, the, you think the Koch right. brothers, which I adore, you think they want competition? No. Well, and they and they pay to keep it out. <laughs> well, yeah, I agree. They with you. Contributed greatly. Yeah, uh, you know. But but you know you kind of you bring up you know what he brings up a very interesting perspective on that. Having said that, the only argument is is that you have to have the government to come in now to regulate in order to what push deregulation. I mean, they did that with the banking industry back in the two thousands. You know, we regulated these banks. We're going to regulate you more. So you deregulate your own policies. Roger's got a great point. There are chat rooms and social media sites on Fox News, CNN, News 4 Jacks. You can talk about till your face is blue. Mm-hmm. But he did mention the fact that the government defines a monopoly of, you know, having 90%. But my question would be, what percentage of that 90% on Facebook also have a Twitter Facebook's account? unlimited on the social. By the way, just because. So it's not like you don't right. you have one or the other. You have them both. I agree with you. By the way, just because we broke up monopolies 80, 100 years ago doesn't mean that those laws were constitutional back then. Congress hasn't changed them. Heck, we still got union laws on the books I find unconstitutional. Davis-Bacon, Bacon-Davis, striker replacement, whatever you want to I think a lot of these laws are unconstitutional. Until it's changed, it's the law of the land. I don't have to agree with it. I, I he, bring up, he brings up some very valid points. You have smart listeners to this yeah, show. Yeah, I, I like his points. I'm just saying is, is that, well, it's based on, well, the government also bases many things that the rich are becoming too much of a monopoly as well. They're not paying their fair share. So we got to, I know somebody say, well, you're mixing apples and oranges. Maybe. I'm just trying to tell you, underneath this big tech, the government can start regulating everything more. Let's go to James. James, good morning. Thanks for calling. Yeah, hey, guys. Yeah, I wanted to counter my argument. I, I didn't have time to finish it. I'm going to counter the uh, – I'm talking about marijuana use in sports. If marijuana is a plant, well, guess what? So is cocaine. Cocaine is a plant that comes from the cocoa plant. The Native American <laughs> indigenous people chew the cocoa plant not for, for their own reasons – it's a mind-altering drug, okay? If marijuana was so good in sports, and I think that they're trying to they're trying to counter Kerry Richardson, the Olympic sprinter, the Olympic sprinter that got caught. If marijuana is so good, why doesn't the National Football League allow you to be blistered high when you go play? Uh, uh, I, I, maybe you need to call back tomorrow and with the counter, the other name. I don't think her name is Terry Richardson. Whatever the individual's name for the thing, so... 
Interesting. Uh, James, I got to run, man. I'm up against. I got Adam Angieski coming up next with the uh, ripoff of the week. Good calls this morning. I always enjoy it. You make me think. I like that. More coming up next. And Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on West Beaver Street, headed west, right at McDuff Avenue. You'll add about four or five extra minutes. And if you see anything that'll help your friends stay safe, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly to mostly cloudy today, thunderstorms in the afternoon, the high 85. Cloudy tonight with more rain, 75 the low. Right now it's 76 degrees. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. I deployed with the U.S. Army in 2003. I've been in eight different IED uh, explosions. Uh, I don't know how many gunfights we've been in. Five and a half years of combat. It takes its toll on you. A lot of cumulative experience and trauma. Canines for Warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need. You know, the thing I can tell you about my dog is... His eyes have that perfect amount of judgment, but also that perfect amount of love. And no matter what I do, he just looks at me like I'm either an idiot or I'm the best thing in the world. Uh, He's my cranky old man, and I love him. Your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury, and or military sexual trauma. Give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org. I'm Clayton Bromberg, the president of Underwoods, and I'm proud to say that Underwoods is the longest standing member of the American Gem Society in the state of Florida. That's important because the American Gem Society promotes professionalism inside the business, and most important because of how it protects the customer. Gemstones are like most things, and you have to have the knowledge about them before you can tell the truth about them. That's where the American Gem Society fits in. They're the organization that certified gemologists and registered jewelers and certified sales associates with professional titles. Then to ensure that we stay up to date with these gemological advances, we re-win our titles by passing a written test every year. And now I'm proud to say Underwoods has the largest credentialed American Gem Society staff east of the Mississippi River. So if you're interested in diamonds and jewelry and want real professional help, stop by Underwoods in San Marco, Avondale, or the shops of Ponte Vedra. All right, it's time to get to the ripoff of the week, brought to you by Underwood Jewelers. Three locations. Underwoodjewelers.com, of course, is the website. But uh, if you want to say, hey, I want to get out and do some shopping. Weather's good, hopefully in a few days. But you want to get out now and say, hey, I want to, you know, don't care about the rain. Go visit them, Ponte Vedra, San Marco, Avondale. Or many of you do, hey, Ed, I kind of want to chill today because of the weather. Then go online, go to underwoodjewelers.com. That's underwoodjewelers.com, CEO and founder of OpenTheBooks.com, senior policy writer for Forbes.com as well. Adam Angievsky, um, I saw a story before you came out with your story. Um, it didn't get too in-depth. That's the reason why you always come on with us each week, Adam Angievsky, is you bring things a little bit to light. The Biden White House payroll is the most expensive ever. Uh, some people are going to ask, hey, Adam, why does it even matter? So to the extent that it's a leading indicator on the president's commitment to expand government, taxpayers should be troubled. Look, Ed, for the first time in history, it's a $50 million White House payroll. For the first time in history, there's over 500 employees at the White House. Mm -hmm. There's actually 567. It's going to over 600. Uh, And for the first time ever, 
Uh, it's going to push 600 employees over there at the White House. So it's $10 million a year more than the first year of the uh, Trump White House. And it's 190 employees more than what Trump had at this point. Heck, it's even 80 employees more than what Obama had in his first year at this point in his presidency. So we've got all these czars, fellows, assistants that you bring out. <coughs> you also talk about that uh, when people talk about uh, pay equity, gender equity is not there. You point out in your article, hey, the female staffers are making money. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's three hundred there's three hundred and forty female staffers versus uh, I think two hundred and twenty males in the White House. So it's a female dominated staff, even amongst the senior staff. Uh, so look, I've always thought the gender equity argument is bull. Here's why: everybody in the same position makes the same amount of money, whether you're male or female. So I think that whole argument on gender equity is uh, is is a fallacious frame. When you do, you you are uh, your outfit. By the way, openthebooks.com, phenomenal. We've used them at floridadaily.com. Phenomenal information. You guys delve out even in things here locally in the state of Florida and other areas as well. When you were doing the research on this article, what what kind of like jumped at you? So every single year, the White House has to release their payroll on June thirtieth. This year, the Biden White House released it on uh, Jan- uh, July first. Uh, They have to release it to Congress. It's the law. As soon as they released it, we were ready. You know, we had our entire operation. We were first up in the country to post two hours after the White House released. We gave it oversight. It's a deep article at Forbes. Uh, Biden's bloated White House payroll is the most expensive in American history. And we did find czars are back. Biden wants 55 czars. He's only filled 21 of the positions so far. So, look, the number of White House employees is going up. They're going to add 34 more czars. Yeah, you point out there were no czars, or at least the evidence of czars. This is what you've said. On the Trump's payroll, uh, former President Obama had him, and, and Biden's got, like, what, 21, right? Yeah, he does. And it's, you know, he's got two czars, for example, on the climate, because the climate is the, you know, number one greatest problem in the history of the world for America. Uh, Gina McCarthy, she headed up the EPA underneath uh President Obama, she's the climate czar, and so and, and John Kerry's a special initiative climate czar. Here's the deal. We found no evidence of John Kerry's name even in the White House payroll. So although we know John Kerry's carried out official duties, he's not even listed, which is an issue. And they do they did not respond to my request for comment on that matter. I got a let me I got about an about a minute and a half so left. You noticed what you've talked about. You have on this morning show every week when you come on with us, you really broke it down on a lot of these, uh, you know, the, the American Rescue Plan, which we're still finding out stuff about, the infrastructure. The the White House has now said that they are willing to compromise. I don't think this is going to go anywhere, but they're going to willing to compromise, go to 2.3, 1.7, down about $1 trillion, and get a lot of it. it did they get caught? It, did it, was it too embarrassing when you, do, when you looked at the research? Because they had a lot of, quote, pork barrels, that had nothing to do with real infrastructure. Do you think that was biting them at all? And that's the reason why they got rid of many of it, which you had covered as well. Yeah, I think so, Ed. On your program and many others across the country, they've covered the fact that infrastructure was not really infrastructure. For example, we noticed in the White House payroll, the second most highly compensated staffer is a policy advisor for broadband. And so in the infrastructure bill, uh, Biden had $100 billion to expand broadband uh, so government would own the pipe. And that is that is right from the top. That's from this policy advisor on broadband, the second most highly compensated on the payroll. All of this is by design, but not a lot of it 
in infrastructure was actually infrastructure. Yeah, which you pointed out, Seb. Hey, man, Adam Amjaski, the ripoff of the week, the CEO and founder of OpenTheBooks.com. Also read his columns at Forbes.com. Hey, we'll see you next week, brother. Sounds great, Ed. All right. More coming up next. It is Ed and Roger, by the way. This is brought to you by UnderwoodJewelers.com. Three locations, San Marco, Avondale, Ponte Vedra. Or if you want to take a, take a look at them online as well, go to UnderwoodJewelers.com. That's combined, UnderwoodJewelers.com. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Some slow traffic on 95 heading north, right between Butler Boulevard and a bit past Bowden Road. You'll add an extra five minutes, and our roads are still wet, so be cautious. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly to mostly cloudy today, thunderstorms in the afternoon, the high 85. Cloudy tonight with more rain, 75 the low. Right now it's 76 degrees. I'm Lou Dobbs. American Airlines tripled its passenger traffic over the weekend. Employers face a challenge getting workers back to the office. J.C. Penney owner wants to go public. Those stories next. I'm Lou Dobbs, and as you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Call 1-800-977-9152. Use the promo code DOBS. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code DOBS. Make sure you use the promo code DOBS. American Airlines says its passenger load over the July 4th weekend was triple the number of people who flew the same weekend last year. American carried 2.7 million people from last Thursday until the close of business Monday. The TSA says it screened over 10 million passengers on all airlines. Authentic Brands, which owns retail stores JCPenney and Forever 21, has filed documents with the SEC to go public and sell shares in its 30 brands. Last year, Authentic Brands had income of $225 million. Finding a one-size-fits-all formula for getting workers back to the office is proving elusive for employers. Some employees just aren't ready to return to work, while others still have fears about the China virus. Please join me three times each weekday for my updates from the Salem Radio Network right here on this station. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. As a business owner, it's top priority that my office equipment and technology is top-notch. That's why I work with CFX Office Technology. Charlene here. Do you have reliable copiers and printers along with a secure scanning and document management solution? Call my friends at CFX Office Technology. CFX is a family business here in Jacksonville. They're helpful, professional, and always respond super fast to any issue. Trust me. Call them for your business needs. Visit cfxoffice.com, cfxoffice.com, and tell them Charlene sent you. Tune in every Wednesday afternoon at 5 for Rapid Fire Real Estate with Anita Hiles.
We're looking at lots more homes coming up, lots more restaurants. Anita has all the latest news on Northeast Florida hot properties and everything you need to know relating to your most important investment. The whole idea is to sell your house. We know what the market is. It's Rapid Fire Real Estate with Anita Hiles every Wednesday afternoon at 5 on AM 600 and 101.1 FM Talk Radio WBOB. Coming up at the uh, 8 a.m. hour, big uh, story coming from uh, Yahoo Finance where uh, many of those companies out there, even in the state of Florida, are now looking to relax their marijuana drug testing laws because it's a labor shortage. (laughs) What's next? I mean, give me a break. Uh, Also, is DeSantis a threat to Trump Republicans? Uh, Many people think they're almost one of the same in some things, but I'm a big DeSantis guy. It's time for some fresh, new, young blood. People my age, even though I think DeSantis is way older than me. He's in his 40s. Respect your elders, Ed. I know, i got to respect my elders. And also, President Trump Files a class action lawsuits against big tech. Some of you have been emailing me going, well, they're, 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 they're the left arm of the Democratic Party. We need to do it. So what if it was the right arm of the Republican Party? Would Democrats be able to get off with that as well? We'll talk about this coming up next. Talk Radio WBOB. 600 WBOB Jacksonville. 101.1 FM W266 CX Fruitco. Talk Radio 